0: Is the main event? What you gonna do if you're some man? Best there is, best there was, best there ever will be. Yeah. 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 I am the game Costoco said so. Oh my God! What I'd like to have right
1: now. Rest in peace, Ladder.
0: beat the man, you gotta beat the man. All you. Ready. Everyone has a price. Yeah. i come here to fight. And innovation here. Let's go to our ring announcer. Introducing your old school pro wrestling nostalgia podcast, Beyond the Bell. Gordon, let me put it like this. I know when you step into the ring with Ric Flair or
2: any of the horsemen, he wasn't six time world champion with the horsemen all the time. So he hasn't needed him all the time. He's done a little bit by himself because he has been six-time world champion. And I know to hop in a ring with him, I do have to be a hundred percent,
0: and that's exactly what I am. Don't be out here! Don't be out here telling them who I am. I know who I am. I'm the world heavyweight champion. Well, we're gonna find out if you're really the man. Seven, you're gonna. Walk down that aisle! I'm ready to walk down an aisle And, and, to walk the and you're out. gonna have to show these idiots and him and most of all, me! Mm-hmm. will show That you're ready! And we'll you down to the man, Rick! Gentlemen, anybody out there watching, we're a unit! The four horsemen are not four individuals! Anytime you see the four horses together, it's something special! We are the stunts in professional Wrestling! in professional wrestling
3: for our history welcome back old school fanatics let's all hop in that DeLorean to go back in time as beyond the bell returns here on the SNS radio network your host Sean Beckerman once again back to bring you all things retro in wrestling First off, I would like to thank each and every one of you for all of your support over the past few weeks, and I would like to as well apologize for the lack of content, or should I say the brand new content, uh, over the past month or so since WrestleMania time. It has been an extremely busy time for me personally, and it is... ...put a big wrench in my recording sessions... ...as well as some malfunctions... ...we had a few episodes recorded... ...in which we lost... ...I think I mentioned this previously a few weeks ago as a result of Corrupted Files, and we lost, I think, three episodes of Beyond the Bell, over four hours of content lost, so we will go back to re-record those, some of which was the Hall of Fame series. We still owe you parts two and three of the 2014 WWE Hall of Fame induction ceremony, I was lucky to at least cover The Ultimate Warrior and others, but we still have to cover Jake the Snake Roberts, Razor Ramon, Mr. T, and we plan on doing that over the next few weeks, so stay tuned for those two additions. But we carry on now through the summertime of Beyond the Bell, and a big announcement for you fans. I made it official on SNS Unplugged two weeks ago. The official website for Beyond the Bell has been released btbcast.com. Just like our official Twitter, at btbcast, the official website now for Beyond the Bell will be btbcast.com. This goes alongside and coincides with ringannouncing.com, but we will also feature specific news items and archive episodes at btbcast.com. We released the first two hit episodes of Beyond the Bell, we archive those at the brand new website, and slowly we will, we will be releasing the brand new editions of Beyond the Bell, of course, with the archives. Starting from the beginning, we will take you through the annals of time in Beyond the Bell history and archive all of those at btbcast.com, as they are on ringannouncing.com, and most of our editions, I believe, are archived at SNS radionetwork.com news notes latest episodes as well as our feature beyond the bell hotline a la mean gene okerlin from the legends house we decided to bring a special component of beyond the bell to you fans and that's our second big announcement the beyond the bell hotline we want your voice to be heard on beyond the bell not just during our email section which you will be able to now exclusively, which I'll give it to you in just a moment, but you can make your voice heard. Leave a message, leave a voicemail for me on the Beyond the Bell hotline, and I will play it on the air for you fans so you can hear your voices and hear other fans' memories of pro wrestling nostalgia. And this is done via the SpeakPipe app and program. For smartphone users, Android or iPhones, you can use and download the SpeakPipe app app, and you'll be able to record your voicemail and send them over to me, and I'll play them on Beyond the Bell. Or you can do it directly through your computer. Click at btbcast.com and ringannouncing.com. Click on the right-hand side. There's a banner for SpeakPipe. You'll click on that banner and be able to record your voice in great quality and send it over to me, and I'll put it on the show. So the process or the, I think the Uh, Format in which we should follow is I will give you guys the themes of the next you know few to several Beyond the Bell episodes upcoming for hopefully the next month or two so you'll know the themes to expect therefore you know what content to leave voicemails on our content changes pretty quickly in terms of which week we'll release what theme but at least you'll have an idea of what's coming up so you know. What type of memories to share with all of us? So, at the beginning of each Beyond the Bell, and we'll try to follow it up at the end, we'll give you an idea of what to expect over the next few weeks here on the program. So, like I said, starting tonight, today we'll have brand new content for you fans, and it all kicks off with the Horseman Chronicles. Over the past six, a couple of weeks, On the SNS Radio Network live stream, we've taken you back through the annals of B-T-B programming to take you through the history of the Horseman Chronicles leading up to now 1990 in Horseman history. You can leave your feedback on the four horsemen, and I'll play it on the following edition of Beyond the Bell. Your memories of the year 1990 and the Horseman leading into the years 91, and also your thoughts on the end of 89 leading into this transitional year for the Horseman, in, as we enter the 90s in professional wrestling. So stay tuned for that. Not to mention, we will continue on over the next few weeks with our ECW 101 series, the history of extreme championship wrestling. We would like to leave your thoughts on the years 1999, the years 2000, and, and into the unfortunate downfall of ECW. Plus, you can also leave your ECW memories in general. And we'll play them on the air on Beyond the Bell as we're going to recap the history of ECW that's upcoming. The Stone Cold Chronicles continues as we go into Part 2 of the year 2001 in the history of Stone Cold Steve Austin's legendary Hall of Fame career. 2001 was so big with the invasion angle, the WWF purchasing, WCW, that we split it up into two parts two different uh, transitions, two different eras in Stone Cold's career in the year 2001, and we will cover that, part two, here on Beyond the Bell. so you can leave your thoughts on the latter portion of 2001 in the career of Steve Austin. Another big episode upcoming is the final installment of the Milestones of WCCW, the World Class Memories of World Class Championship Wrestling. We will cover the end of the 80s, leading into the death, so to speak, I hate to use that term when relating to the Von Eriks, but the end of world-class championship wrestling. So I would like to you guys to leave your memories on the that time in WCCW history as well as your overall memories, your favorite moments, what you miss about WCCW, especially now that you can go through the archives on the WWE Network. Let me hear your thoughts on the history of world-class championship wrestling. And then another upcoming episode, I'll throw this out there, we'll give you more episodes next week as well that will be debuting. But we will return to our Famous Feuds series as we'll look back at two of the greatest feuds of all time. I want to hear your memories of the Midnight Express versus the Rock and Roll Express. What a great feud, as well as the historic and popular feud of Hall of Famer, Jake the Snake Roberts, and Ravishing Rick Rude. Leave your memories on those two historic feuds on the Beyond the Bell hotline via SpeakPipe. All this and more coming up here on Beyond the Bell. You can still make your memories known with without necessarily leaving your voicemails or voice on Beyond the Bell, you can send us an email about your memories of this historic time at the brand new official email for Beyond the Bell via the btbcast.com so you can send all questions, comments, and memories at beyondthebell at btbcast.com. Com. So, go to btbcast.com now and click on the Speak Pipe banner or email us at beyondthebell at btbcast.com. So, the website is a work in progress, so bear with us, but it will be a great additional component, a component to the Beyond the Bell podcast. We're going to throw YouTube videos up there, which are becoming more and more scarce with the WWE taking down content on YouTube, but we will still provide those uh, favorite playlist links timeline history via Twitter, as well as Facebook updates, as we hope to get more interactive on Facebook. Plus, you'll receive all of the archives and news related to Beyond the Bell. All right, before we chronicle the next year in the Horseman Files, fans of the SNS Radio Network know each and every week on the flagship show Unplugged, hosted by Jeff Jackson and Tony J. Mirabella, Mr. Money on the Mic, and Bronxzilla, I host a segment entitled This Date in Wrestling History. That's where we take you back in time to relive what happened on that specific date in the history of sports entertainment. And since Unplugged was preempted last week, so was This Date in Wrestling History. So I received a lot of emails from you fans wanting to hear what happened and the audio clips from that specific segment On that date in history in the world of professional wrestling, so I decided to add it on this week's edition of Beyond the Bell. So this was scheduled to take place on June 3rd, the June 3rd edition of Unplugged, as we take you back now to what happened on this date in professional wrestling history. Let's throw it to myself, Sean to Sean, what happened on June 3rd in sports entertainment. It's that time once again here on Unplugged to rewind and relive to go through the annals of time to cover this date in wrestling history. This week, we go back 12 years to 2002 as we all witness Shawn Michaels make his return to the WWE as a member of the reformed new world order after Shawn michaels first retired in 1998 after wrestlemania 14 against stone cold steve austin he made sporadic appearances for the company over the next couple of years acting as commissioner and special guest referee from time to time but his in-ring wrestling career was thought to be over that is, until this date in history on June 3rd when he returned on Monday Night Raw as the newest member of the reformed New World Order. Kangal hat and all, HBK was back. Okay,
4: well, wait a minute. This has got to be it. about this all day long, that the leader of the NWO, Kevin
0: Nash, had a major announcement to make here tonight. The deliverer of a hype situation never really lives up to the billing. I promised everyone tonight that I would deliver something that would rock the WWE's foundation. There's a new member to the NWO. What? Ladies and gentlemen, let me introduce the new member to the NWO. Who is it?
3: fans remember catch beyond the bell your pro wrestling nostalgia podcast each and every week here on the sns radio network for this day in wrestling history sean beckerman signing off and of course remember stay old school my friends after this quick break we will take you through the annals of time To the year 1990 as the four horsemen were entering into an extremely transitional period in the history of the most illustrious group in professional wrestling.
5: Hey guys, it's me, Mr. Money on the Mic, Jeff Jackson. And I want to take a moment to let you guys know that personally, I appreciate the support that we've had here on the SNS Radio Network over the years. And I'm here to tell you about a new way that you can help us out and show your support for the SNS Radio Network. We now have a way for you to uh, donate to the SNS Radio Network. If you go to the SNSRadioNetwork.com main page, scroll down, there is now a donate button on the page. Now, I'm not saying you have to donate to us, but your donation is very appreciated as we do a lot of hard work on the SNS Radio Network, spend a lot of our time and our own money to make sure that you guys have uh, entertaining podcasts and live shows on the SNS Radio Network. So to those who have donated so far, on behalf of the SNS Radio Network, we appreciate you and your continued support. And for those that will donate in the future, again, we thank you for your support of the SNS Radio Network. www.snsradionetwork.com, providing you with free podcasts since 2010.
3: Welcome back to Beyond the Bell, folks. It's time to open up the Horsepin Chronicles to the year 1990. As we mentioned in the previous edition of the Horseman Chronicles, 1989 had been a landmark year for the NWA in terms of match quality, its storylines, and roster development as well. Several familiar main event faces had abandoned the promotion for the skyrocketing World Wrestling Federation. This included mainstays the American Dream Dusty Rhodes and Barry Windham the foe of the Horsemen, and one of the most illustrious members. Weeks into the year, the Horsemen officially split for the very first time, a historic moment. The cards were down for the Southern Base promotion, and it was do-or-die time for the Alliance. With adversity, though, came risks, you can say. And with risks came either strong success or bitter defeat. Midway through the year, the NWA had captured the attention of all within earshot. New stars had risen to pick up the slack left by the old in Terry Funk, Ricky Steamboat, and the man called Sting. Ric Flair was invigorated with new life, and his reassembled horsemen. Boasted their strongest roster in years, which you could say is controversial and arguably and is very arguable as well. The Star Kate main event showcased not one but two current members in Sting and Ric Flair. As the year drew to a close, the forefront heel faction of the world was functioning as perennial baby faces. The audience could not get enough of them. Things weren't quite business as usual for the four, but that would soon change. Two days into the new year, Arn Anderson gave the Horseman a new taste of gold with a solid victory over then-TV champion the Great Muda. After his horrendous handling in the... Starkate Iron Man Tournament, Muda had read the writing on the wall, so to speak. This loss signaled the end of his first and only extended visit to North America. It's a shame, though, that nothing more was done with him. He was in and out, but that was really the peak of his tenure at that point in the NWA. The audience could not get enough of them. Some say that Muda could have taken the NWA to even further heights after the exits of Ricky Steamboat, again to the World Wrestling Federation, and Terry Funk, which was back to retirement, so to speak, one of the millions and millions of times terry funk would retire not long after arn's major victory came a casual promo spot for the horseman on funk's grill which was an interview program hosted by former rival terry funk while flair worked his magic on the mic of course and the rest of his comrades looked on woman aka nancy sullivan made an unscheduled appearance on the show Woman, who was then the real-life spouse of Kevin Sullivan, told the viewing audience in no uncertain terms that she wanted to own the Horseman. Flair didn't quite know what to say and managed to dodge the issue long enough to appreciate her, so to speak, her finer values. Slick Rick was looking to hand out free passes to Space Mountain and Miss Sullivan was at the head of the line. Elsewhere in the NWA, manager Teddy Long had announced the departure of Sid Vicious from his forefront tag team, the Skyscrapers. Little was known about Sid's exit from the dominating coalition alongside dangerous Danny Spivey, though rumors of an injury were reported, softball or not. It would only be a matter of time before the true intentions of the split were revealed. As an interesting side note, Long introduced Vicious's replacement during the very same interview. This was a tall, pale redhead by the name of Mean Mark Callis. You may recognize some of his more recent work, right, in the World Wrestling Federation now WWE. Um, he's known as the Undertaker. Back on the horseman side of things, the J-Tech stable had continued along, ready to cope with the imminent loss of their keynote player in the great muda they had officially and actually posed something somewhat of a threat you can say for the reformed horsemen while the anderson's dependable offense and flair's tactical wizardry certainly aided their cause sting's youthful energy put the group over the top it seemed like it was what they needed but something still did not seem right in Horsemenland. To drive the point home, the horsemen had signed a six-man tag team cage match, a cage match, with the J-Tex Corp for the upcoming tenth edition of Clash of the Champions. I am so excited that WWE Network has put up or most of the Clash of Champions because that is a really underrated. Uh, Paper or not pay-per-view, but special event series. So much took place during the Clash events. Oli had willingly stepped aside so that Sting could receive his moment to shine in the stable, and all was well in the world, with one small exception. Following his victory in the Iron Man tournament, Sting had been rightfully granted a shot at Ric Flair's world title. The executive committee had set a date in late February for the main event, or for the event which would house the title match, Wrestle War 1990. But while all this was happening, Flair was not concerned. As far as the horsemen were concerned, their protection was worth more to Sting than this world title shot. And when the subject was brought up in an interview or any time the quote-unquote press would speak to sting flair simply asked Sting to forget about it and set his aims at the u.s title when sting refused flair was more than a bit surprised but he accepted it and moved on to concentrate on their tag match at the clash the night of the six-man tag the horseman walked into the ring to open the show flair told us there was Big news on the horizon and handed the stick to Ole, who sternly got Sting or told Sting his presence in the horseman was no longer necessary. Before the stunned horseman had much chance to protest, the senior member told them, or told the Stinger specifically, all bets were off. He gave him two hours to back out of the upcoming title shot and turned his back. The youngster grabbed Ole's shoulder looking for an explanation.
4: And welcome
6: back here, ladies and gentlemen, world championship. Let me stop stop you just one second. An old parable that my grandfather, Augustus Simpson Cornett, used to say, never give a sucker an even breaker, smarten up a chump. And I think the horsemen have proved that they follow that very old parable.
4: I guess a leopard can't change his spots, can it?
6: I imagine he could change it, but he'd get new spots. Right. Well it looks something similar to the old spots. It was. It was a we're pre- getting way off the subject. It's the point pre- is. <laughs>
4: premeditated attack, no doubt, it was. perpetrated by it was. and thought of by Rick Flair and the balance of the horse. He's
6: brilliant. But, He's brilliant. I wish I had that in mind. I've never said that about anybody else in the world. I wish I had that in mind.
4: Well I'll tell you something, ladies and gentlemen. We're gonna show you the altercation in the ring, then we're gonna show you the conclusion of the cage match, and then we're gonna hear some comments I think you're gonna find most interesting. <laughs> From the horsemen. I'm very disappointed find the in that.
6: I comment's interesting. What are you disappointed in? They've done what they've always done. They have gone out there and made themselves the preeminent group of professional wrestling, and they have kicked some you know what in the process of doing
7: it. Yeah, they what lied,
4: they cheated, and they oh, betrayed man. the confidence of a friend. Fans, let's see I'm the videotapes.
7: So I'm sorry, pardon me. I'm gonna tell you what, I said to Rick, we all agreed we should just stop you right now, but Rick says, no, no. Now, he helped me one time. We let him live one time, but on one condition, and the condition is this. You go to the promoter, you go to Mr. Jim Ross or whoever you got to talk to, and you tell him that you're going to cancel that contract with this man. Wait a minute, get over here, kid. You just you're listen. Too far. Now, you listen to me, you listen real good. Anybody, even a blind man, can see there's three of us and there's only one of you. We're gonna spare your life. You got about two hours to make up your mind what you're gonna do. And I'm telling you right now, it's only because of his nice kindness that we're gonna let you live right here. Two hours, you make up your mind, you go tell Ross, you tell everybody in the world on this national TV that you're gonna give up that chance
0: at the world title, you understand? Ding, I bought you a little time a because it, of what you did. Nah, you're too easy. The
7: whole deal is this, you got two hours to make up your mind, and you're no longer a horseman, and if we ever see you again, you're not gonna be quite so lucky well, as you're tonight. Wait a minute. Wait, no. This doesn't make
8: easy. Hey, wait a minute. I want to go! <laughs>
0: Do that time. Not do that spider. Spider. Get out of that business. Get rid of that contract. Get
6: out of my life. You're no. I cannot believe this. This
8: is the greatest thing uh, I've ever seen in no, my life.
7: For a change, we can be ourselves. For a change, we can be the horsemen once again. Sting, think about it. You think you're dealing with a couple of kids out here? You're talking about the horsemen! The men that made wrestling! For a long time, you've been just too ambitious, climbing that ladder. Came a point there where we almost thought maybe there was a change in you, Sting. When you want to become one of the four horsemen, we said, well... Maybe the guy's gonna be like us. Maybe he wants to work. Maybe he wants to wrestle like us. But then you made the big mistake. As a horseman, you are dumb enough to think that we were gonna stand by and let you go after this man's title. Take his money? Take his home?
1: (laughs) What do we look like,
7: Sting? I'm wearing black right now because all of us are going to be in mourning before it's done sting
0: we're going to bury you <laughs> keep in mind sting you're just like the rest of those spoonheads out there <laughs> They don't know what they want to be when they grow up oh i want to be a horseman i want to be champion well gentlemen in this life there are people that want things and there are people that have things you didn't want to run with the pack you didn't want to hang around for the parties now the party is going to be in your lap tell them Nate. you know what the problem is with you sting you think that we're standing here by the grace of God? Well, that's not fact. The fact is, we have bled, we have sweat, and we have partied our way across this universe. We own it. We rule it. You don't like it? Ha! Do something about it. We're through being anything less than what we are. And that is the very best this sport has to offer you think i got a big mouth shut it be in greensboro shut my mouth you're a punk and you'll get it just like you got it last time right boys horseman style Woo! you
4: know why don't you dry it up you know you you're, you think it's a real funny thing sting got betrayed
6: by people he trusted How to do this with yours instead of mine hey it's Sting's fault if he trusted somebody he shouldn't have trusted. It's not any of my concern. It shouldn't be Ric Flair's concern. It shouldn't be any of the horsemen's concern because the point is they're the preeminent group of professional wrestling and Sting's out of the picture. They're no fools. You think Flair was going to give up that belt in Greensboro without a fight? <laughs> He's demoralized Sting. Sting will never gut it up. Well, we'll, He'll never get it back. We'll find out a little bit later we'll in the program never. because we have some comments from Sting we'll hear from uh, later sure and we'll, we'll be back with that. more World
4: Championship Wrestling right after this.
3: Flair took the golden opportunity, he pegged him from behind and knocked him down. After a brief beatdown, the champ told Sting to get out of his life. The horsemen made their way backstage as the challenger lay prone in the ring. When I saw all the clashes, or like I said, most of the clashes being put up on the network, this was the first clash I went to because I wanted to see this moment take place once again. This was a great moment in professional wrestling history. The Horsemen rejecting, turning their back on the Stinger, and now he went from friend to foe. The main event crept around with Ole working in Sting's place, and the former horseman was nowhere to be found. Finally, midway through the gigantic six-man, Sting suddenly beat a path down the entryway. Midway to the ring, friends from backstage held him back from something he might regret later. But he'd hear none of it. Running solely on emotion, he broke free and attempted to scale the cage. When he was pulled down from the steel wall, he managed to escape again and attempted a second second scaling of the cage. However, something had gone awry and... With this continued assault, and Sting was obviously limping as he was helped down. After taking the victory, Flair met him in the entryway, and the two had a brief brawl. As the show went to black, it took with it and drove it home the promise of an immediate world title match between the two. Sting had ruptured a tendon in his left leg, and we'd be out of action until midsummer. Something happened. And Sting knew it. Almost immediately, the horseman hopped on the NWA television programming and buried the defenseless challenger. This was with hopes of keeping some momentum for the feud alive. Flair busied himself with the usual title defenses and met Lex Luger at Wrestle War in Sting's place. The two ran their usual routine, and as Luger appeared to be on the verge of the world title yet again, Flair was saved by a familiar face. Barry Windham made the run-in this go-around, making an unscheduled return to the stable that led him to stardom.
4: Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to World Championship Wrestling. You know, in the last month, Ric Flair signed to wrestle two men at Wrestle War. First, it was Sting, and the horsemen ganged up on him and put him in the hospital. And then it's Lex Luger. They offered Lex Luger the chance to, to give up that match. Luger gave them his answer last week.
6: And what I want to just do right now is just play this violin and sing sad songs for Sting, who's stuck in the hospital. Well, Sting, you can watch on television if you want to, because now Luger is in the danger zone.
4: Fans, uh, the Stinger is telling us he will be in Greensboro tomorrow night. I know the fans will be able to call and hopefully talk to him on the Wrestling Hotline Live. Many of you will be able to do that tomorrow night. But right now, let's take a look at how Sting uh, got into the hospital feature. We'll hear his words, and then we'll see Lex Luger's answer to the Horseman. Let's go now to the videotape. As many of you fans know, shortly after the Clash of Champions on February the 6th, the Horseman attacked Sting in a non-wrestling-related uh, incident. That surgery has been completed, and I've got to know how you feel feeling.
2: Well, when I first blew my knee out, I knew that it was bad, so bad to the point where I wouldn't be able to wrestle Flair for the world title. And because I can't wrestle him, because I've wanted it so bad, depression obviously set in. I went to the doctor there in Corpus Christi. They finally wheeled me out to go to my hotel room. And uh, on the way out, hundreds of people out there, especially little kids with their face painted and a haircut just like mine, chanting, get well, sting. And as corny as it might sound, you know, it kept my head above water. I I know that uh, I was there, and it
4: was uh, certainly a heartwarming experience. Now that you've had the surgery, how long will you be out
2: of wrestling? Well, the doctors don't seem to be too optimistic about it. They're saying six months, maybe a year, because it's a patella tendon. It's a major tendon that runs right through the knee, and without that, you're practically helpless. But, uh, of course, you know my attitude and and, uh, where I come from, and and I'm saying less than six months or a year. I'm not going to listen to the doctors.
4: Because of your injury, Lex Luger has been uh, elevated to the World Championship match at WrestleWar on Sunday night, February 25th, in Greensboro what are your thoughts on that uh, taking yourself out of the situation but what are your thoughts on that
2: match and are you going to be watching oh i'm definitely going to be watching and my thoughts are of, of course i don't have the greatest of feelings for the total package lex luger but then again i have even worse feelings for the nature boy rick flair and the horseman and i'm going to watch with a very close eye and actually hope that the total package lex luger Will manhandle him and take the title from him. That's the worst thing for Flair. Is that title? You know, without that title, he's like a, I want to say a crybaby. He's he's just going to be a, a whimpering little punk. And I hope that Luger can do the job because I think I could have done it.
4: staying you're going to uh, watch it. Are you going to be at
2: ringside in Greensboro? Well, I don't know if they'll allow me to sit ringside with the, you know, the the cast and crutches and and the horsemen nearby you never know what's going to happen next but uh if i can get the opportunity to sit ringside you know i will
4: ladies and gentlemen we're going to keep you updated on the progress of sting each and every week here on uh, our television broadcast he's healing up and we'll give you an address later in the program where you can write to sting and reporting from the doctor's offices with sting i'm jim ross for world championship wrestling well, ladies and gentlemen, we're just about out of time here on this program. We've got about a minute and a half left, and we still have not heard from Lex Luger. I know that he said he was going to make his decision known before we went
7: off the air. And the Anderson. Well, maybe he can't tell time. but I want to ask you right now, you got people in the back there. Let them find out. I want to know what kind of time is left in the
4: show. How much time does Luger have? We have a minute and 20 seconds left in this program, Mr. Anderson.
7: Well, Luger, it's, it's real simple with a minute and 20 seconds and counting, a minute and 17, 16, a minute 15. I know a guy like... Luger,
0: look, look at it like this! You can always give up the match and become... <laughs> oh. Excuse hey. me! He has
7: seen the light! You know, it's nice to be able to see a man of intelligence Unlike Sting or unlike the Steiners, a man who can reach a decision, and I'm just happy to see that you've come out here. And I want you to know that when you turn to the camera like this, be sure and be clear and concise. I don't want anybody to miss it. Be sure. Yeah, be sure and tell everybody that you are not going to
0: be in Greensboro on the 25th. What I got?
8: We got
7: 30 seconds left.
0: only I didn't need 60 minutes. I didn't need 60 seconds to give you my answer, because I got it right here. Hey, 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 come
8: on, guys. Oh, Luger nailed the horseman. total Package has nailed the horseman. He has made his answer.
4: You know, Rick, I've always said that you're the greatest world's heavyweight champion I've ever seen, but I know a lot of fans are really disappointed in
0: your actions in recent weeks. The question is why? Well, Jim, what I am, is the greatest world champion you've seen on six different occasions. And Lex Luger, last week, pal, you packed a suitcase and bought a ticket right out of this sport because Ole Anderson gave you a way out. He gave you an ultimatum. And you made the mistake, big man, of crossing that highway into no-man's land tomorrow night in Greensboro, if you make it out of this building tonight, (laughs) you, my friend, will have to walk that aisle. And pal, when you're looking at Ric Flair, woman, and the horseman, it's not a pretty sight.
4: You know, Lex Luger is wrestling here today, gentlemen.
0: Jim Ross, I see it in Luger's eyes. I see it in Steiner's eyes. It's the same look I saw in Sting's eyes. Just when they thought the myth was over, All of a sudden the four horsemen with a snowball effect rose to prominence Now they thought it was their fate that they would be world tag team champions forever The bottom line is ask anybody you know anything about wrestling The four horsemen have a way of tipping fate Tell them rock You know it's
7: amazing I thought that Luger certainly had the intelligence to understand This is no promise, idle promise we are certainly going to be looking for you on this program, Luger. We understand that you've got a match. Once again, we'll give you a fair warning. When you show up, we're going to
1: show up.
3: Not long after, the four converged in the same ring for the very first time and announced yet another surprise. Oli had willingly stepped down from the active roster and would be handling the group's managerial interests, a la J.J. Dillon. After the chaos that they survived with Dylan and Matsuda, Oli seemed to be the only logical replacement. With the first horseman's big news serving as a lead-in, the four then introduced their newest member, Big Sid Vicious. He left the skyscrapers not long before they wasted no time promptly assaulting Sting's knee backstage. The kayfabe explanation for his absence from action in the weeks to come.
4: Ladies and gentlemen, it's all on the line. Rick Flair, Lex Luger, first time ever in a case for the world title. And the horsemen are indeed at full strength. Tim Ross? people
0: you're about to find out that the manhunt is over (laughs) what she is saying to the wrestling world is now we have the ace the trump card so that next saturday night not only am i going to beat lex luger in the cage not only is he going to bleed from coast to coast? He is going to be the most embarrassed athlete alive, because when you get beat in the cage, it's all over. Tell I rock. <laughs> Come on in here. Just when everybody thought it couldn't
7: get any better, Take a look, this is gonna be the edition, the brand
0: new edition, now we are at full strength. And if anybody has any doubt about what the horseman can do, take a look at the man that's gonna take care of RoboCop. RoboCop, I'm six foot nine, 320 pounds. I am the real man of steel in the NWA, and you better learn to like it. <laughs> what an, act, what a, an addition <laughs> thrill Full strength 6 I don't want to be around this 6-9 Can you believe it? Flair takes Luger The horseman takes Sting And the bucket of bolts goes to Sid Vicious. Tell him about it Barry We have amassed The true powers of professional wrestling right here And with the big man on our side We can't lose Luger, Sting it's the end. You may as well give up because from now on, we dominate professional wrestling. <laughs> Get in. Jim Ross, in my own articulate way, I'm going to spell it out for the entire world. If you think we're playing Stack the Deck in Washington, D.C., the most violent city in the country where murder runs rapid. We're bringing the violence to Washington, my friend. If you think R2-D2 and Sting on one leg and Luger can buck these odds, you are out of your noodle. Tell him. they say one thing to Ted Turner and to everybody out there. I don't care if you're five years old or 50 years old. This guy is 6'10", he weighs 350 pounds, He's going to eliminate Rubikov and Sting. One, two, three, four, five. We're going to break your leg again. Think about that, Sting, when you walk that out. We're going to break your leg again.
3: Brian Pillman was next in line for a title shot after he questioned Flair's actions in removing Sting from the group. The blow-off was a televised affair, and the two really tore it up. Great match, just another ironic sidetrack to the history of the Horsemen, as the two would continue their feud some five years later, resulting in one of the most anticipated and rewarding swerves in the group's history that we will definitely cover in later editions of the Horseman Chronicles. Flair would continue to defend his title on more than regular basis, nearly every week, against the likes of Ricky Morton, Tom Zink, and Robert Gibson, while the Steiners provided healthy opposition in the tag team ranks. Ole introduced and endorsed a masked team named the Minnesota Wrecking Crew too, but they were largely unsuccessful. Finally, Sting made his long to return to the NWA in time for the Great American Bash. After considering the situation surrounding his lost opportunity at Wrestle War, the executive committee awarded Sting the imminent title shot immediately upon his return. The deal was done, the time was set, and don't think Flair did not do everything in his power to get out of it. Still, the Despite Rick's finest efforts, the two met at the 1990 Great American Bash for all the marbles. Flair promised it would be the last time we'd see Sting step between the ropes in the NWA. As the two sized each other up, the match's special stipulations came into play. Ole had been handcuffed to the almost 8-foot El Gigante at ringside and a collection of Sting's closest backstage friends would be at ringside to ward off any possible horseman interference. There would be no easy escape this time around.
4: Well, as I said earlier on in the program, this will be the final interview before the confrontation between
8: Sping and the world heavyweight champion Ric
4: Flair. Attorneys from both sides have assured me that there will be no confrontation here. I want you gentlemen to know I respect you as professional athletes. I hope you respect the professionalism of what we're doing in this moment. First of all, Sting, are you
6: 100%?
0: Gordon, let me put it like this. I know when you step into the ring with Ric Flair or any of the horsemen,
2: he wasn't six-time world champion with the horsemen all the time so he hasn't needed him all the time. He's done a little bit by himself because he has been six-time world champion. And I know to hop in a ring with him, I do have to be 100% and that's exactly
0: what I am. Don't be out here. Don't be out here telling them who I am. I know who I am. I'm the world heavyweight champion. Well, we're gonna find out if you're really you're going to have to walk down that aisle. I'm ready yeah. to walk that aisle. And you're going to have to show these idiots and him and most of all, me. And we'll show that you that you're ready. We'll down to the man, Rick. Hey, wait a minute. Mr. Anderson, now, hold up.
7: Let uh, you take it easy, Gordon? Just kind of stand there for a second. You know, Sting, <laughs> get in there. It is. Pay attention, Sting. Two guys, two horsemen, mm-hmm. and one of the super dudes all by his lonesome. You know... Uh, I, I don't moment, want any
0: trouble here, sir. Remember, you give your mouth shut! Hold the microphone. i tell you what, Sting. it has been a long time
7: coming. Every time you get a lesson, you're kind of like a guy with no brains. You always seem to forget. Well, tonight maybe is the chance for you to really learn a lesson. And that lesson's gonna come at the hand.
0: What are you gonna do about it? I'll bite his finger on Yeah! And that that's what I'll do. Huh? Now, wait a minute, gentlemen, hold it. Hold it, hold it.
7: Hold it. You're sure. Gentlemen. Go
0: ahead, I'm listening, say what you wanna
7: say. I'm telling you that you better just get ready to have your head pounded into a little hole, because right now's the time to do it don't you think so
0: you you think i'm not using my head again stephanie hey hey talk as t- talk as people listen to what i have to say what you better do pal and make your last demand i don't have any demand i just want to let you know that i know i'm smarter than to step out here with both of you guys and not think one time. What <laughs> if Seven!
3: Sting took the early advantage, but Flair turned it right back around after the necessary begging off and eye prodding was out of the way. Flair instinctively took his assault right to Sting's injured leg, which was still visibly on the challenger's mind. The champ looked for a figure four moments later, but Sting fought it off just as the tides began to turn in his favor. Sting attempted an ill-timed drop kick, and Flair stepped out of the way. Solid chops reverberated through the arena as Slickbrick took the advantage, but it didn't last. Right when Sting finally reclaimed the offense, Ole decided he'd had enough and tried to escape the Mexican Giant. As nearly we all saw Flair's chances at holding on to the gold fade away, the newly appointed manager realized that how futile his attempts were, and the rest of the horsemen were learning the same lesson at the hands of Sting's friends. Flair's title was falling out of his grasps. Back in the ring, Sting had missed a splash and run his knee into the corner. Sensing victory, though, Flair moved in for the kill and was surprised by a roll-up counter. Sting's moment had arrived. He was the NWA World Heavyweight Champion.
4: Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen, to World Championship Wrestling. In just a few moments, I'm going to invite the heavyweight champion of the world, Sting, to come out here to the ring. But before we do, we've already heard from the Black Scorpion once in our first hour, but let's hear these comments from the mysterious Black Scorpion.
7: I know, Sting, that it must be difficult for you to visualize an opponent that you know nothing about. I've given you clues, and you still can't figure out who the Black Scorpion is. But you've already seen what I'm capable of. So remember, when you meet me in the ring, I will be going for you, for your life. Get ready, Sting. I'm coming.
4: Ladies and gentlemen, please join me in welcoming the World Championship Wrestling here on TBS, the Heavyweight Championship of the... Sting! Ladies and gentlemen, to spend a few moments with a heavyweight champion of the world. I know the black scorpion is weighing heavily on your mind, but you have a date with destiny on October the 27th, Halloween Havoc, when you will wrestle Sid Vicious for the heavyweight championship of the world.
0: Rossi, as if I don't have enough on my mind already, thinking about the black scorpion and now the almighty Sid Vicious wants a piece of me for the world title, Rossi. As a matter of fact...
4: Hey, wait a minute now.
8: Hold on. Let's keep this simple. Hey, Sid, we don't have to wait till Halloween Havoc. We can do it now. Come on now. We don't do it now. Hold on here. Hold on here. Let's do it now. Let's keep our composure and finish the interview. Let's get up here. We don't have to wait, Sid. We can do it now. Listen, we don't. Let's, let's wait here. Hold on. Shoot off your mouth and your Hold on. Hold on. Here. Hold on.
3: In the months after his victory, Sting was constantly hounded by a masked challenger, calling himself the Black Scorpion. It was a pretty ridiculous angle, full of smoke, glimmer, and lighting effects. A Sting title defense would be interrupted by a ridiculously cartoonish voice that boomed Sting over the PA. A man dressed in, in all black would wander out and mysteriously disappear before Sting could reach him. We talk about this in detail in one of our editions of Beyond the Bell. It was during the Halloween Havoc time as we talk about the greatest uh, moments and storylines. The Black Scorpion, not one of the greatest, but was one of the most memorable moments in professional wrestling history. So Halloween Havoc had rolled around again and Sting found himself locked into a defense against Sid Vicious. The mysteriously masked man, Black Scorpion, had announced his presence to Sting. Flair and Arn took on the tag team champs, Doom, Butch Reed, and Ron Simmons, for their titles in a solid affair. Hopelessly overpowered, the Horsemen relied on treachery once again, their underhanded tactics for gains in this one, and the two attitudes meshed well. The first half of the match saw Flair isolating the champion to the champions' corner, where he was utterly destroyed. He broke away to make the tag and but it flopped before he got there. Then the to, of course the tables had turned and the horsemen were working over Simmons, specifically his leg. And Flair tried a figure four that was reversed. Chaos followed as both teams took it to the floor amidst the craziness. None took heed of the referee's count and while the brawl continued on the concrete, they were both eventually counted out. Still nothing for the horsemen sting and Sid met in the main event and sting's first major title defense with while the horsemen looked on from various sections throughout the arena sting came out a house of fire and before long had chased Sid to the outside the two took it to the stands and beyond all the way to the back to the locker room as the horseman Made a distraction, Sting chased Sid back into the ring and scooped him up for a slam. The champ balanced incorrectly and fell to his back with Sid on top. The ref's count reached three before Sting's shoulder could raise, giving us a new champion. While Sid celebrated with the horseman, a second Sting came down the entryway, this time with a shredded piece of cloth on his arm. Upon closer examination, the ref put two and two together. This was the real Sting. The cloth meant he'd been tied up during the fall, of course. And the man who'd been taken or taken the pinfall was a painted up Barry Windham. The match was restarted and Sting hit a quick stinger splash, followed by a roll up for the win. A different ending to the match. The granddaddy of them all, they called it, starcade would be a Sting-Black Scorpion match for the gold. Sting agreed under one stipulation. If he won, the Scorpion would be forced to unmask. It was set in stone, and the event loomed overhead like a storm cloud. Flair and Arn were owed a rematch for the tag team titles against Doom after their indecisive match at Havoc. But Doom Jump Flair earlier in the day. Wyndham took his spot in a street fight and the four produced another wholly enjoyable tag team matchup. Would this leave Ric Flair out of the pinnacle event? Starcade? Maybe, maybe not. The brawl for the tag team match got brutal fast, and by the time the finish approached, all four were bleeding. Arn climbed to the top while Barry held Simmons down, but the former all-American Hall of Famer escaped and clothesline armed on his way down. Simmons went for the cover while Wyndham rolled up, well, rolled Reed up on the other end of the ring. The ref counted and the bout was ruled a draw. It was now time for the main event, which was placed inside a steel cage. A complete waste of several thousand dollars marks the entrance of the scorpion. Truly a waste for this character. Four scorpions had stepped out before the real black scorpion made his way to the cage. For his part, the man behind the mask did everything humanly possible to cover up his otherwise distinct ring style and it showed where his mind was when the match itself failed to live up to what it could have been
1: World Championship Wrestling presents an event of galactic proportions K 90 Collision Course a live pay-per-view spectacular on December 16th the superstars of the NWA are traveling at light speed toward the ultimate confrontation Stargate 90 Collision Course more than the World Heavyweight title hangs in the balance as Sting leaps into the ring facing a masked menace from his past, can he unmask? Can he conquer the Black Scorpion? Plus, the first-ever Tag Team Championship of the Universe! An explosive invasion of top tag teams from around the cosmos! The battle continues as Lex Luger and Stan Hansen go head-to-head for the U.S. Heavyweight title. Plus, Doom, Ric Flair, Arn Anderson, and more! Don't miss an explosive night, that'll rock the universe! King Night, Collision Course, A live pay-per-view spectacular, Sunday, December 16th!
3: Both superstars went back and forth during the match, with Sting taking the advantage in the climax and hitting his classic signature Stinger Splash. This was right before eventually locking in the Scorpion Deathlock. Black Scorpion made it to the ropes, breaking the hold, and Sting slammed his head into the cage. While the challenger was stunned, Sting took the advantage to tear off his mask. The Black Scorpion was exposed but there was another beneath it. The champ put it away with a body press just in time for the other scorpions to storm the ring and attack. One by one, they went down, losing their masks along the way. This was until the horseman rushed the ring and laid Sting out. Still, he recovered and finally unmasked the master scorpion and It was known to be the Nature Boy, Ric Flair, under the mask as the Master Black Scorpion. This was just as time ran out on the pay-per-view. This whole storyline, this supposed mysterious superstar, was the Nature Boy Ric Flair. And as we wrap up 1990, Sting still remains NWA World Heavyweight Champion, the Horseman, reeling a bit as they close out the year. 1990 was an interesting year for the Horsemen, to say the least. All starting out from being disbanded for the very first time since inception, then bringing Sting along, joining the group. Their former enemy now turned partner as Sting brought some youth and vigor to the group. Them seeming to be as strong as ever, then then booting Sting out of the group, Barry Windham returning to the NWA, WCW, and rejoining the Horsemen, and Ole taking a back seat, becoming the managerial figurehead of the group in the J.J. Dillon role, and then, of course, at the end, adding Big Sid Vicious as the bruiser, the brute force of the stable. 1990 a crazy year in four Horsemen history what is to come can rick flair finally dethrone the young upstart and sting to regain the nw world heavyweight championship can the tag team titles go back into the horseman camp what about the us and tv titles Would Sid Vicious mold into what they expect a horseman to be? Or would it be another case of Lex Luger syndrome being a part of the group? All these questions and more will be answered on the next installment of the Horseman Chronicles here on Beyond the Bell. I want to hear your thoughts, your comments, and your memories of the four horsemen. From the late 90s into 1990, the dawn of a new era, entering a new decade in professional wrestling, and things surely would change for the Four Horsemen. Promotional consideration paid for by the following. No matter how hard you try, you can't stop us now.
0: No matter how hard you try, you can't stop us now.
5: Hey, guys, it's me, Mr. Money on the Mic, Jeff Jackson. Are you feeling down in the dumps because you live outside the United States and maybe you can't get the WWE Network? Maybe you'd like to watch Netflix from the American region. But since you're in another country, it doesn't work for you? Well, I've got the solution for you. The SNS Radio Network is recently affiliated with UnblockUs.com. If you go to the SNS Radio Network page and click the UnblockUs.com banner, You can sign up to get a VPN. Not sure what a VPN is? Well, it basically protects your identity online. Basically, it gives you an address online where the content you want becomes available. Here's how it works when you click the link on the SNS Radio Network banner, it takes you to unblockus.com. And from that link, you can sign up for a free one week trial. If you decide to sign up afterward, it's only $4.99 a month. And when you think about it, that's great savings. $4.99 a month allows you to watch American Netflix or any region of Netflix. That you'd like to watch. And here's the biggie, folks if you don't have the WWE network, you live in the UK, you live in another country outside the United States, UnblockUs.com can set you up for $4.99 a month with a VPN that will allow you to have access to the WWE network and all regions of Netflix. And you can watch it on your PS3, your Xbox 360 any device you have, you're able to use with UnblockUs.com and the best part about it is, I'm not just talking about this, I'm using this service myself so once again, go to the SNS Radio Network click on the Unblock Us banner, and from there sign up, and if you do that you help to support the SNS Radio Network as they give a kickback to us, to help keep all the shows on the SNS Radio Network for free, once again UnblockUs.com Giving you freedom online. Hey guys, JJ Sexay here. Are you looking for the latest news in both professional wrestling and mixed martial arts? Well, check out triplew.wrestling-online.com. Sign up for one of the longest-running newsletters in professional wrestling over 16 years, and just like Wrestling News Live, it's absolutely free. Join over 27,000 other subscribers. Wrestling-online.com. You will
0: learn to pronounce my name properly.
5: Wrestling dash online dot com are you a fan of wrestling shoot DVDs wrestling action figures wrestling memorabilia well, I'm pleased to announce that the SNS Radio Network is now officially an affiliate of HighSpots.com. So when you go to the SNS Radio Network site, click on the HighSpots banner on the main page, and it takes you directly to HighSpots. Now, I'm not saying you need to buy something from HighSpots.com, but if you do, you're helping to support the SNS Radio Network by going through HighSpots on the link on the SNS Radio Network page. And every purchase gives a kickback to the SNS Radio Network helping us keep all the programming here free for you.
0: This is former WWE superstar Luke Gallows, and you're listening to the SNS Wrestling Network.
3: Well, fellow horsemen, that wraps up another edition of the Chronicles documenting one of the greatest factions ever in the history of professional wrestling, the Four Horsemen, in the year 1990. We close the book on the first year as we enter a brand new decade in the 90s. What is going to happen with the horsemen? I guarantee a lot will be heard and a lot will be documented here on beyond the bell remember once again go to the brand new website for beyond the bell btbcast.com leave your voicemail leave your memories on the btb hotline via Speakpipe on our banner there as well as send your comments via email at beyond the bell at btbcast.com All questions and comments and hate mail can be sent either voice or via email. Your choice. We want to provide the best amount of opportunities, the most amount of opportunities for you fans to leave your feedback, make your voice heard, share your memories being old school fans. Also, like we promoted earlier in the broadcast, you can also donate to the SNS Radio Network. By going to snsradionetwork.com, leave as much, as little as you like. Anything that you would like to donate would be much appreciated by all the hosts of the network as it goes strictly 100% to putting more efforts, more equipment, more tools into the network itself to make it the best possible radio network for all you fans to listen to. A great compliment to the WWE Network for, from current programming to the past on beyond the bell and all in between the indie circuit from video gaming, you name it, we cover it. All things eclectic, all things entertaining in the world, not just sports entertainment like that. So fans, thank you once again for joining us. Ringannouncing.com, btbcast.com. Follow us on Twitter as well. btbcast at Sean Beckerman, my official Twitter handle as well. Uh, at Ring Announcing and I am excited hopefully in the coming weeks to announce a brand new merchandise line for Beyond the Bell so stay tuned for that and keep checking the website btbcast.com for updates news and notes you can leave your personal feedback on future shows involving of course Stone Cold Steve Austin in, two, in the year 2001 you can talk about from 2001 and up we're going to add it to our shows and have your voice heard Future Four Horsemen Files chronicling the historic group the Four Horsemen like today. Also ECW101 the history of extreme championship wrestling, famous feuds. The Midnight Express against the Rock and Roll Express and Jake the Snake Roberts versus Ravishing Rick Rude. Also, you can leave your feedback on our part two and part three of the Hall of Fame series. Let's hear your thoughts on Jake the Snake Roberts as a performer and Razor Ramon and others. Mr. T. I'm sure you could talk about his mom, of course, his mama. All this and more. I want to hear from you fans. So that wraps up another edition of Beyond the Bell here on the SNS Radio Network. This is your personal ring announcer, Sean Beckerman, signing off. We're going to wrap it all up with some old-school music and take it home. This week, since we talked about the brand-new NWA World Champion, former horseman Sting, his song turbocharge will take us home tonight on the SNS radio network. This was his first major theme in the NWA. This is the theme that he came out to to win the NWA World Championship against... Nature Boy, Ric Flair. Take it home, Stinger. Until next week, Sean Beckerman signing off. Remember, like we say each and every week, stay old school, my friends.